We all have a yearning for love, but relationships can be confusing and complicated. Dr. Tammy Balashevsky says it all starts from within. It starts with a journey to center. Here's your host for Journey to Center on Empower Radio, Dr. Tammy Balashevsky. my friends. Thank you for taking some of your day to spend time with us here on Empower Radio and Journey to Center. So do you ever look around and get a little or maybe a lot depressed when you watch the news or look at the plight of our planet? Are you sometimes a little bit embarrassed to be part of this human race? If so, you're not alone. I know in the past I felt ashamed to be human. I would look around and not understand our species at all. The violence, the unkindness, the anger, and the insanity. I felt like a stranger in a strange land. But I've since made friends with this crazy place, and I want to do my part to be the change I would like to see. Instead of cursing the darkness and living from this posture of disconnection and fear, I want to live love. I want to be the light. And I suspect this is true for you as well. And I know it's true for my guests today. So if you're ready to take greater responsibility for your human experience and spiritual evolution, and if you're ready to claim your love, your light, and your power on planet Earth, I know there's going to be some uplifting information, inspiring words of wisdom, and some incredible energy for you to tap into here today as we spend time with my heart-based, kind, wise, and wonderful guest, Garnet Schulhauser. Garnet is a retired attorney who lives in Victoria on Vancouver Island. After graduating from law school, Garnet practiced corporate law for 34 years in Calgary with two blue chip law firms. His life changed dramatically one day in 2007 when he was confronted on the street by a homeless man named Albert, who was actually a wise spirit in disguise. The seeming chance encounter launched a provocative dialogue with Albert disclose startling revelations about our true nature as eternal souls, the cycle of reincarnation on earth, and the afterlife that awaits us all. At Albert's prompting, Garnet wrote a book about these conversations, and Dancing on a Stamp was published in 2012. Since then, Garnet has published three more books about his learnings, conversation, and astral travels, which include Dancing Forever with Spirit, Dance of Heavenly Bliss, and Dance of Eternal Rapture. Today, Garnet takes great delight in helping people connect with their higher selves and learn about their purpose for being on this planet and the reasons for their successes and failures and the challenge, challenges they've experienced so far. Garnet's intention is to support people in tapping into new vistas and accessing greater understanding about who they really are, why they're here, and how they fit into the grand scheme of things on this planet we call Earth. So, Garnet, thank you for saying yes to another show with us here on Journey to Center. I'm delighted to do so, Tabby. So there's so much I want to get into here with you. I would love to have about a five-hour conversation, but we have about a half an hour. So I want to try to make the most of it. So you say, and I agree completely, we're all individual and unique aspects of source. We're created to explore the universe in order to grow and evolve can you elaborate on that very important sentence? Yeah, I mean that is our, our really our ultimate purpose. Uh, you know, uh, having journeys on Earth is just is just part of that evolution and growth. And you know, Earth is just one of the planets where, where souls can incarnate. There's a, there's a you know millions and millions of other planets in our galaxy in our universe. 
that have life forms where we can incarnate. Uh, some of us have incarnated previously on other uh, other planets. Some of us are, uh, you know, starting out on, on Earth and then moving on. Um, but it's all part of growing and evolving because every life form, every planet has its own um, its own challenges, its own uh, its its own environment, and and it's all very different. And so we can always learn something different from everywhere we go. Um, and so we're, we're we're there to sort of experience things that that uh, we we want for our own development but at the same time because we're individual aspects of the source everything that we experience is experienced by the source and the source really wants to experience this vast universe it has created through all the many different uh, uh, aspects uh, uh, you know the, the the different things that uh, that happen in the universe uh, it, it experiences them um, directly and also through the individual souls it has created so it's a way for the for the source to understand uh, more about what it has created, and so it's it's all uh, it, it's all sort of gets channeled back from us back to the source. And for our aspect, we of course we spun out from the source, um, you know, um, long time ago. I mean, souls are continuing to, to spin out from the source, uh, you know, all the time. And 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 obviously, you and I spun out some time ago because we've been around uh, and. Uh, <laughs> You know, who, who knows how, how long we've been around, but it's, it, you know, time doesn't really matter on the spirit side. There's no there's no linear time. So it's, it's kind of that doesn't really make sense to talk about how long ago things happened because everything happens at once on the spirit side. Mm -hmm. But uh, we uh, yeah, yeah, we're here to, to, to grow and evolve, to learn. And it's it, it's always you know, you never go backward. As I have said in my books, it's always an upward, onward and upward journey. Um, and there's no timetables. There's no deadlines. Uh, we can we can develop quickly. We can develop slowly. Entirely up to us. Um, and uh, if we want to just take breaks on the spirit side and just lounge around and do nothing for a while, we can do that. Or we can just immediately jump back into a body once we finished the incarnation. So it's entirely up to each soul. No one tells us where to go. No one gives us direction. Uh, there's there's no, nothing forcing us to go from one particular life to another. We we as souls have the soul discretion to choose that for ourselves. And so that, that makes it very exciting. And, you know, as Albert says, the universe is constantly expanding and changing. Uh, and so there's never, we never run short of new things, new vistas, new planets, new places to incarnate and explore. So it, it's really a, a, a great adventure for us. And this is just one aspect of it. We're here on an earthly adventure to, to, to test, test our metal against all, mm -hmm. the, uh, all the challenges that this planet has to offer. I think that is absolutely true. And you, and you speak of how we all have our meetings with wise counsel before we get here. And yeah, we're not forced to do anything. And I thought that was that was kind of interesting and kind of fun. We you know, you you speak of in your latest book about this guy who wants to come back as a, a child of a billionaire. And the wise counsel is saying you've had a lot of cushy lives on planet Earth. And we don't think we're going to get you over the hump to the place of having wealth with compassion and humility if you continue on that track. So we suggest perhaps being a, a worker or somebody who is an employee who doesn't make a lot of money, and that might support you in your spiritual evolution, but he's not forced to do that. It's like no, we all it, meet it, with our wise counsel before we come here and to um, claim the experience that will most benefit us. Yeah, they do give very sage advice, and that was one example with with that soul called Luke, uh, who really was uh, he had a number, as you said, a number of cushy lives, and he kept on sort of failing the test, and he wanted to do another one, and and uh, Sophia, the chair of the of the council, said, well, why don't you look at it a different way? Why don't you come back as the 
as a gardener for somebody who's very wealthy so you can know what it feels like to, to, to suffer the abuse, verbal, physical abuse, whatever from your employer. And reluctantly, he said, yeah, I guess that makes sense. And so he did. And they're, they're always there. And every time somebody prepares a life plan, someone from the council will have a quick look at it. They, they know sort of what you've been through before. They know your challenges. They know the lessons that, uh, that, that you were trying to learn. Uh, they know your, your successes and your, and your failures. And so they will look at it and say, okay, well, uh, maybe that's appropriate for you, or maybe you can tweak this. Uh, you know, what, one of the things they're, they're careful about is they don't want somebody to, to take on uh, too many challenges in their life because that, th that could just overwhelm them. So mm -hmm. they'll try to back away some of the more uh, stringent challenges. And, and then for people who want just to have a cushy life, they might say, well, you've had a few of those, you know, it's time that you put in some interesting challenges and make and have a more difficult life because you're going to learn more from those. You're going to learn more from the difficult lives than you will from the cushy lives. And so they're always there to give advice, but they never, they can never dictate what you decide. You, ultimately, it's your own choice. Mm -hmm. And so, Garnet, this is a pretty straightforward and direct question. And, and I've, I've toyed with this a lot. Um, and come to my own conclusions, but I want to hear it from you. Um, what is it we're trying to learn? We're, we, we're here to evolve and grow as souls. What is it ultimately that we are trying to learn? We're, we're trying to learn what, it, what it's like uh, to, to, uh, to live in various uh, incarnations and you know, whether you're planet Earth or other planets. We're trying to learn what it's like in, in, on planet Earth. What we're trying to learn here basically is what is it like to live in a, on a planet where there's a lot of negative emotions like anger, fear, hate, uh, you know, jealousy? Because when you're on the spirit side, you can you can look at what's happening on Earth and you can see the, the results of those emotions like wars and murders and terrorist acts. But that's just book learning and you can't really fully understand what it's like to be the subject of hate or anger or abuse until you actually physically incarnate and then have hands-on learning. And then you can better understand these emotions. And then once you understand that, then you can sort of better uh, have a path laid out before you to try to sort of get rid of your own negative emotions and help other people do the same. So we're here to learn about those negative things on our planet. And we're here to try to help the, the humans uh, that, that we live with on this planet, help them overcome their own negative emotions and get on the path to spiritual enlightenment. So it's a challenge. To, it's a challenge for us to learn what it's like to live on, on this planet with negative emotions and a challenge for us to uh, try to help other people, help other humans uh, move up the spiritual ladder. So that's the primary mm. reason why we come to planet Earth. That's freaking cool. I love that. So, yeah, it's, a, it's one thing to know things in theory and read about it maybe or watch it. And it's another thing completely to have the experience of it. So we come here to have the experience of negative emotions to purge them so that we can live more from that place of compassion and love. Yeah, no, exactly. A very yeah. authentic way. That's yes, it, it, this awesome. is a, a hands-on learning when we're in, uh, incarnating on planet Earth, which is really much more dramatic and really hits home more than, than sort of book learning on the spirit side. Fascinating. I've never heard it said quite like that. I know Abraham will say, we're here to get the hands in the clay. <laughs> it can feel kind of messy sometimes, a little confusing, but I love your perspective. That's, that's really awesome. That's very helpful. Love it. Love it. Love it. So, um, yes, Earth has a reputation as a very tough school. And I thought because it's a planet with um, uh, my perception, the primary theme is free will and choice. Although you may uh, be able to elaborate on that. It's like, do we choose? Do we choose to choose God and love while we're on this side of the veil? 
And uh, it can take a lot to inspire us to finally do that. And typically it's pain. Yeah, no, clearly we are, when we're on planet Earth, uh, even though we've planned things beforehand, before we're born, of course, as you know, we forget about our life plans when we get here. And we do have free will to make decisions and take actions. And so we, we basically, we, we in effect create our own reality in, in two aspects. One about the things we set up in our lives before we're born, such as the place we're born, the identity of our parents and siblings, first language you learn and so on. That's all etched in stone when we're born. We can't change that. But from there on, we can sort of change the way we proceed through our lives by our actions and our decisions, which is our free will. And so we basically were the we're the producer, the director, and the script writer for our, uh, our movies on Earth. And we, we, we're in charge of that. And so we, in effect, create our own realities. And so uh, and every time we come up against a situation, an occurrence, I mean, we can, it, it, it really depends on how we react to it. We can, you know, if it's an adverse occurrence, you know, we can sort of uh, become mired in self-pity and wonder why the universe is doing such awful things to us. Or we can just uh, take the view that, okay, this is a learning experience. No one's doing this to me. Somehow I got myself into this and I'm just going to move on and learn from it and, 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 and carry on. And so it's mm -hmm. really a matter of how do we react to things that happen to us. Uh, and that was such a tough lesson for me to transcend that victim consciousness. Like, I always felt like life was happening to me. These terrible things had happened to me. These other people had done these awful things to me. And when I was not able to move forward in my life, I meditated. And what I really heard uh, drop into my awareness was you can't move forward if you're always looking backwards. And I, I realized I had to start taking responsibility for myself and transcend the victim consciousness. So I just love that I'm on Empower Radio because I think there is two perspectives. Victim are empowered. And... To transcend victim, we have to be able to forgive. We have to take responsibility. And then life can start to become more um, enjoyable, more empowered. It's a process, but we have to be able to get over that hump. Exactly. That's a, that, that's a hump that everyone has to get over personally. They have mm -hmm. to sort of move, get over that, and then they can move on. And and if you, and if people who are mired in the victim mentality, you, you know, they're they're not going to have a, a great journey. They're going to end up when they go back home saying, "Oh, I, you know, I, I really messed up. I, I really didn't get the, the the fullness of that journey that I had intended." And it's mm -hmm. just a matter of, uh, okay, look, I have to go back and try again. Um, you know, everyone should try to get over that hump. And once you do, you're right. You're going to have a more happy and fulfilled journey journey on this planet. Oh, it feels so much better. But yeah, we have to be willing to give up our stories. We have to be willing to forgive others and ourselves. And I think those are the two really important pieces of the puzzle. If we want to have a, a fulfilling, empowered life, if we want to be a light worker, so important. So um, you speak of a lot of situations, a lot of stories, some of them are really, really bold. Have you experienced or gotten any kind of negative feedback from people or has it been pretty, um, have you been pretty embraced? What has your experience been as you've shifted from corporate attorney to spiritual teacher? For the most part, it's very positive. I would say 90% of the comments I get are, are very supportive and they say, thank you for having the courage to come out of the spiritual closet, write your books. And I really, <laughs> really enjoyed them. You know, they, they, they're very positive. The other 10%, I get some negative comments of, you know, people who uh, send me emails or comment on Facebook that, you know, you're going to go to hell <laughs> for such <laughs> blasphemy, you know, and, 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 and that, you, you know, uh, Jesus is right. Uh, you have to follow Jesus and you're, t you know, you're just telling a, a, a horrible 
story and you know you're gonna you're gonna pay for this I, so i get comments like that but i just i, I just don't roll off my uh, back like Slow water off a duck's back yeah <laughs> Haters are gonna I, I, hate. <laughs> I, I, I can't let I can't get upset about. I mean, clearly, what Albert has told me when I've written my books uh, flies in the face of what a lot of Christian holy men have been preaching for centuries. And so, people who are really, uh, you know, died in the wool Christians, they aren't going to like uh, what I say in my books because it goes flies in the face of uh, what they've been taught. And so, a lot of those people just can't accept it. And it bothers them so much that they actually have to lash out at me and say, you know, uh, you're an awful guy and you're going to go to hell. Um, but I, it, it doesn't bother me. I mean, I, I, I you know, the, the, the good comments outnumber the bad comments. They're like nine to one. So I, I'm fine. You're going to keep on shining. Keep on living the light. Don't let those haters slow you down. Oh, I love that. That's awesome. And I'm doing the same exact thing. So I'm very interested, Garnet, in something that I see that you're involved in called quantum healing hypnosis technique. Can you tell me a little bit about what this is? Because I know as a hypnotherapist and a guided meditation facilitator how powerful it can be to access the subconscious mind. So I'd love to know a little bit more about what you're doing in this arena. Well, well, the quantum healing hypnosis technique, or QHHT, was a hypno hypnosis program started by Dolores Cannon, who is the founder of my publishing company. Mm. And she'd been doing this for like 40 years and gradually over time developed this technique of, of, of getting to the higher truth uh, through hypnosis. And it, and it, it, it first of all, it started off as, uh, as uh, you know, uh, hypnosis to sort of go back in the current person's current life and find out if there was some cause for their ailments or whatever was bothering them. That eventually led to going back to past lives. And then ultimately it led to her discovering that there's this, higher source, which she called the subconscious or the higher self that you could tap into during these sessions and get, uh, you know, the, the, the real deep answers that are perplexing people uh, that, that, that were her clients. And so she developed this and then began teaching it. And, and it, she's been teaching it for a while. She perished actually in the, uh, or left this planet actually in, in October of 2014, but her daughter Julia is carrying on with it. I took the course because when I finished the manuscript for my fourth book, I said to Albert, okay, now what should I do? Should I start writing book five or what? He said, mm -hmm. put, he said put that on hold for now. You should take this QHHT course. And so I was sort of familiar with the course, but I didn't know much about it. So I took it. I took the level one course uh, last April, and then I took the level two course in September. Um, and uh, now I'm a practitioner, and, it, and it's really, it, it, it's, uh, I find it amazing. And, and what it does is it takes clients into a very deep uh, trance, to the, the theta level of trance, mm -hmm. and it takes them there. Uh, we visit one or two past lives initially to start it off, uh, and then we get to the real meat of it, which is contacting the person's higher self. And there we can ask the questions that these people have prepared beforehand, you know, questions like what's my life purpose and uh, what should I be doing with the rest of my life? And, mm -hmm. and how come I have recurring dreams and how come I keep on seeing spirits and uh, you know, and who are my spirit guides and, and uh, how come I have all these phobias I have any question, anything they want to ask, they can ask that. The higher self actually comes through with much wisdom um, and great compassion and answers the questions. And so it's really quite an amazing experience. And everyone sort of comes away to say, okay, well, now I know what I should be doing. And now I know why I can't get along with my father-in-law. And now I know, uh, you know, why I have these phobias. A lot of their, a lot of their things uh, are tied into what happened in a previous life that leaks forward mm -hmm. into this current life. And mm -hmm. so... Once people sort of realize, okay, this is where it came from, most of the time there's a release. So 
you know, if I'm if I'm scared of heights, you find out is because I fell off a, a cliff to my death in a previous life. Just the knowledge of that will help with that particular phobia. That clearing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, a, a clearing and release. And so yes. I find it fascinating, and I've 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 really I've only been sort of going at it uh, with any great uh, vigor since like September. Um, but I really enjoy it, and I think it's a great technique, great way to help people with uh, with the, with the problems that they have, whether it be physical ailments or phobias or or, or relationship problems. It, it it's a great way to get them past that and move on with their lives. Oh, I just love what you're talking about. And and I'm in complete agreement. That's been my experience. We all have um, the capacity to tap into profound wisdom within, but sometimes we need some support from a teacher or healer to hold space for us to be able to um, tune into that. And it sounds like that's what you're you're doing for people. And that's absolutely my intention as well, because we do have um, profound and wonderful wisdom within, but it can be, it can be challenging to, to figure it out how to access it all by ourselves. Yeah. And this is the technique to help people get to that source of wisdom and compassion. This, this their higher selves are really part of, of them, the higher part of them, uh, and their, their higher selves know more about them than they know about themselves because the, your higher self knows uh, all about what you've done in this life, but in all your previous lives as well. So it's a great fountain of knowledge and of wisdom. And uh, when people sort of hear, and all these sessions are recorded, so when the higher self comes through, mm. the, the, this, the wisdom and the answers are all recorded. They take the recordings back with them and they can listen to it over and over again. And they get some, uh, there's some amazing revelations that, uh, that really help people a lot. Oh, that's awesome. So what I hear is that you are a catalyst for awakening from our spiritual amnesia. And that uh, you're helping people thin the veil between heaven and earth. Yeah, absolutely. And and the unique thing about this QHHT is that it's more of a personal one-on-one hands-on. I I try to help people through my books, but it's sort of uh, impersonal. I don't know who's reading them. I don't know how they take it. But here I have a client sitting in my office and we go through this and, 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 you know, I feel like I'm genuinely helping that particular person, you know, one person at a time, but it makes me, I feel very fulfilled for it. And I just hope that uh, I can continue to do so. Uh, I suspect that will be the case for sure. And I feel like we have so much in common because with the radio show, I don't always know who's listening with my books. I, I'm not sure. I know they're out there and have been for a while, but I also, like you, like to do the personal work where you have more of that one-on-one heart connection and you're seeing and hearing of the, the revelations and the, the shifts and the, you're witnessing the transformation. And it is such an honor. All of it is such an honor. Yes, it absolutely is. And I, I, I thank uh, my lucky stars every day that I've been on this path since Albert sent me off on a, on a new tangent. Um, and, uh, you know, so all my, all my contact with Albert, my astral travels, now the QHHT, it's all part of uh, an amazing journey that I've had since I left practicing law. And it's just, uh, I'm looking forward to what comes up next. I'm just waiting for Albert to give me my marching orders. I'm waiting for my marching orders too. In the meantime, I'm just having a good time. <laughs> <laughs> That's the way it should be, Tammy. It doesn't feel like a lot of work at this point. I have a work ethic. I'm used to working hard, and I know that's true for you as well. <laughs> oh, yeah. It, it, it does seem at times like it, like I'm not really expending much effort, like it's not working, but it is. And the reason that it feels that way is because I'm fully into it. I really enjoy it, whereas there are a lot of times when I'm practicing love and I'm thinking, oh, God, why am I doing this? I don't really want to do this, but now I'm onto a, a path where I really love what I'm doing. 
So it's, yeah, I, I say when we're um, involved with our sole purpose, we get paid to play because you know, there's job, career, and life purpose. And when we're in life purpose, there is a lot more flow and joy and grace and ease. And I'm, I'm so grateful to be in this space and I'm so grateful you are. And I want it for every single one of my friends and listeners and people on planet earth, but we have to be willing to do the, the inner work. So I'm just in, incredibly grateful that you've said yes to this adventure and then you are supporting others and shining your light so brightly on this planet. Well, thank you for saying that. Uh, as I say, it's, it's a delightful journey for me from this point onward after I met Albert and um, I'm really quite happy to help other people. And I think that that's, you know, the first part of major part of my life practicing all is just setting the groundwork for mm -hmm. the second stage of my life, which is mm -hmm. really where I'm making a difference. Ah, I love it. So Garnet, we just have about a minute left here. Can you please do a shout out and let people know where they can get a copy of your book, connect with you, maybe talk to you about doing a, a hypnosis session? How can they find you? Okay, the best the best source is my website, which is garnetschulhalser.com. Um, and uh, if that's if you don't can't remember that, then uh, Google any of my book titles like Dancing on the Stamp. You'll get to my website. There, there's information about all of my books. There's buy links where you can click on to Amazon, Barnes and Noble, and all the other sites to get right where you can buy my books. Um, uh, on my website, I also have uh, the videos for all of the uh, recordings for all the radio shows I've done previously. You can listen to those. Dial into my social media sites. Uh, um, right there on my website and, and my email address is there if anyone wants to send me a comment or a question I'd love to hear from them in terms of the QHHT I have a separate website which is garnetschulhalserqhht.com there's a link to that page on my book website and you, and you can go there and you can read all about QHHT what it can do for you and, and what I can do for you and you can set up an appointment there um, unfortunately these sessions have to be done in person, Tammy, so it can't be done by Skype or over the phone. So it's really restricted to people sort of in, in a close proximity to where I live. But uh, wow. they can make an appointment on my website uh, right, right there. Wonderful information. Gosh, I feel like I need to come to Canada. <laughs> I'd, I'd love to do a session with you, Tammy. Oh, that's awesome. Well, I'm just so grateful for your presence on the planet at the same time as mine. I'm honored to be human with you. And so just so blessed to know you, Garnet. I'd have you back anytime, anytime. I would come back anytime, Tammy. I love being on your show. You're a delightful host. Oh, thank you so much. And to my guests and listeners and friends, thank you for being part of the energy and my life. I adore you and appreciate you immensely. Please be in touch. I love being in touch with you. This is about relationship, connection, and conversation. So be in touch with me at TammyBPhD.com, Facebook, Twitter, email me, TammyBPhD at Gmail. I adore you. You're my heart and prayers. God bless you. Take good care of yourself. Onward and upward. Bye for now. Thank you.